Welcome back, everybody, to episode 165 of The Lookout. I am Meals. I am here, and I am not alone. Oh, boy. We have a banger of an episode for you. It is Shibuya in- the Shibuya Incident Arc Part 2, but again, we couldn't do it alone. First things first, Jamal is not on this episode, has some things he has to take care of. We wish you the best, Jamal, and everything that's kind of going on with you right now, of course. But in his replacement for this episode is none other than, of course, Big Eyes Cohort, Lookout Family, pretty much the the, the third head on this, AD himself. AD, welcome back to the show. Thanks for of jumping course. over the top rope and, and, and coming <laughs> on to this thing. <laughs> hey man, listen, I had to jump in, man. I mean, absolutely. Me I feel like the sixth man of the year. I ain't even gonna hold you up. Where am I award at? <laughs> just off the bench, right? Like just coming off the bench. Literally no prep, nothing. Just cold. He's just coming off the bench. Um, and of course we have none other than the war report Cyrus here. For, back for the second week in a row. Back to talk Shibuya incident arc again. Back to conclude th- what is what we have dubbed as JJK's peak. Um, for right now, um, yeah, <laughs> for the time being, but yeah, for the time being, it's definitely a peak in anime for sure. Um, but we got so much to talk about because this episode is like it's big fight after big fight after big fight. So, the first one we did the first nine episodes, you have not caught up Shibuya incident just to kind of go over in 30 seconds. I wish I had the little Goku thing under my voice, but what we're we gonna do is <laughs> the Dragon Ball thing, um, yeah. look out on the lookout. Maybe I'll include it in post, probably not though. First things first, we had Mechamaro come in. He wanted to smoke with Mahito. End up getting smoked, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Wow, I didn't see that oh, coming. Yeah. Fucked around and found <laughs> out. Um, Shibuya incident begins, of course. It attacks on Halloween. They've been planning this out for months. Gojo shows up. Gojo's like, yo, I'm just about to... You know, this is just regular job shit. Wrong. Niggas unsealed you. <laughs> sealed you. They caught you. They sealed you. You are no longer a factor. And now all his students, all his friends, all his cohorts are out there either beating ass or getting their ass beat on the streets of Shibuya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fighting for their fucking life. <laughs> I mean, really, like fighting for their fucking lives. It's a whole brawl, man. Like, man. <laughs> no rules, man. No rules. This is the perfect setting. But before we get into Shibuya Incident Part 2, we have to drop our second part of big news for the lookout this year. Last week we mm. talked about it. In February, we are going to be starting Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It is going, it's starting. We got multiple episodes on it. We're gonna talk all about it. Kev on stage. Shout out to Kev on stage. He couldn't finish it oh, after yeah. episode four. <laughs> <That was just laughs> well, he said he's been tapping back in every now and again. He he uh, got to he got to the thing with uh Hughes. Yeah, we we go to we go talk about that episode yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but we want to now unveil to you guys because we got this year planned out, man. We got a the theme for Summer at Kame House this year. Yes, usually we do a bunch of anime things. Usually I mm. get in an argument about what I want to do and what I don't want to do, and we should do this and we should do that and whatever it is. We have solidified it this year. Summer at Kame House will be a pure theme throughout it will be i'm not sure how many episodes it'll be yet we'll figure that out in a later date but we will be going over the water seven saga of one piece for the entire summer that includes good lord what does include the 
Long Ring, yeah. Long Land arc. Yeah. Water yeah, Seven fine. arc. The Ennis Lobby arc. Did I say that right, AD? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the post Ennis Lobby arc. And then there's filler arcs that we won't touch on. But we're doing we're gonna be doing one piece the entire summer. And AD is going to join us on this journey the entire summer as well. So AD, just kind of like a preview of what's going on. Cause everyone's wondering why I was trying to get through Skypea. Uh, I got through Skypea. Mm-hmm. What do we have in store with the Water Seven arc? Is this like an important, super important it, arc to this One Piece lore? Yes, it is. It is probably the biggest shift in the One Piece direction for Luffy and the entire Straw Hat crew. Everything that goes on in Water Seven, when I tell you, Mills, you have no idea what you're in store for. Like this is really what tests them. This is really what tests the whole Straw Hats. Test Luffy. Okay character as a captain test how much faith they have in each other man like and you you see where they came up from east blue man when i tell you you are in store for something special this summer mm. at comic house i think you'll love it man okay i'm better because i've been just been watching i mean i've enjoyed <laughs> what i watch but i'm waiting for this shit to heat up you know what i'm saying quite a is it a shibuya incident of this kind of <laughs> is it is this it is this I the mean, shibuya incident of one piece no, I would say no. There's something <laughs> else. I would say no, but there's a specific reason why. Because there's the arc later, that later down the line in in pre time skip One Piece that feels kind of like Shibuya in a certain Ooh, way. Okay, all right. So listen, Cyrus, have you ever dived into One Piece at all? No. Um, I I told myself that I would try during Christmas break. I never got to it. Man, I feel <laughs> you like that Listen, sometimes. <laughs> I feel you. It's a lot. It's a lot looking. It's 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 looking down a very 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 long hallway. Um, mm-hmm. But with that said, we're gonna be going through it through Summer and Comet House. So if you ever want to get in, if you're ever interested, if you ever want to get into it, you have that to look forward to. And if you guys are want to at least start building your One Piece thing, you can get up to that arc with us and then you can watch it along with us. So we have that during the summer. So that's a big announcement for the summer. With that said, I think we need to get into the Shibuya incident. I think we need to get into JJK Uh because we're concluding the Shibuya incident arc. We're concluding how things are going on. Last time we caught up, they were beating up some squid um, (laughs) and they got lit on fire. And then Sakuda ended up killing like two girls. Um, But (laughs) Crazy work. Oh my god. We kick off this crazy, crazy uh experience with Toji Fushiguro versus Megumi Fushiguro. The battle of father and son who doesn't know that that's his <laughs> father, father or son. <laughs> or he doesn't quite know that's his he doesn't realize it till the end. Um he instinctively this- put the never mind. No, but you can. I, I was just gonna say he put he instinctively put the belt on that kid, man. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah, he knew he was a badass jit. Hey, man, listen, I love. First of all, he took him out of the like entire. They were in a whole fucking like domain domain, domain. and he took him out and he's like, nah, we you because he's attracted to the most powerful person, which is wild, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's not really. Technically, Magumi in that instance is one of the most powerful people. Like he's trying to fight the most powerful person there. Um, mm-hmm. So he singles uh, out Magumi. Go ahead. Yeah, that, that that was something that I pointed out. Um, like I said to you, it's like okay, he slaughters Di, uh, Diagon with the quickness, 
and in, in stylish fashion. And then like the mm. next part, like mm-hmm. next person that he goes for is Megumi. And I think like everybody knows how strong he is, except himself, I guess. Um, Cause I really do think like, it's no coincidence that like, that's the case where he like goes after Megumi to beat his ass. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a definitely a significance for it story wise and just in terms of the fight, but Megumi is essentially, I mean, he's been drained from the last couple fights, and now he's fighting for his fucking life. He uses Rabbit Escape, which is one of the... I mean, they did a great job. These next two episodes, they did a great job of animating these episodes because there's nothing I love more, and I again, I wish they do this with my hero, but they never do it. Um, that fluid animation, the fluid artwork style that they borrow... I mean, it's the same animators, I believe, from Mob Psycho 100. Um, mm-hmm. but, but that fluid kind of style where it's very, it's functional, it's moving, it's, you know, it, there's a lot kind of can go on with this kind of style. Um, yeah. I, I, that when they get into their bag with like the fluidity of motion, like, and going through, you know, it, they call it like the cube space. Cause when they do like the extremely, uh, efficient slices and everything, I I believe that it is you know they be in their bag, man. Long story yeah. short, yeah. listen. Shout out to that one bunny who was getting it in. <laughs> that one bunny, <laughs> yeah, who wanted <laughs> who awesome. wanted the smoke. <laughs> he was like, "Listen, I've been training with Master Roshi too, my nigga. <laughs> we getting it in." Um, nonetheless, Toji in one instance using the um. I forgot what it's called. What's that? Uh, Playful Cloud destroys mm-hmm. all rabbits in the vicinity, and he goes and he really fights Megumi, and Megumi's legitimately trying to just like survive. Um, but you know, um, it reaches a situation where I think he realizes kind of like what's standing in front of him, and I'm talking about Toji, even though he's like a vessel and he's part of like a seance ass character. Um, he's taken full control of this. Um, he goes back and he remembers his history. He remembers the history of essentially like, you know, giving away his son. Um, didn't want to like, you know, taking care of Megumi, but eventually give him away. And then he asks um, Megumi, what's his last name? And he says, Fushiguro. And he's like, that's my, that's my son. That's my son, like father, like son, and then he offs himself. So, in order, no worries. Magumi is just sitting there, just like shook up, like what the fuck is happening? Like, what is going on? <laughs> like the fuck? He asked like, my name, and they killed himself. Like what? But he's like, as yeah. long as you weren't Zenin, nigga, <laughs> one of them. Um, it makes me wonder. All right, so maybe y'all can answer this question for me and kind of like clear this up. And he sells his son to the Zenin family, um, mm-hmm. but doesn't necessarily want his son to, I guess, be considered a Zenin. Why do you think that's so? Or is it addressed anywhere in the anime? Um, I don't think that part is addressed in the anime, is it? Um, I or because he, he just could anything. He could oh. just like support his child, I guess, and then he was just like, you know, you'll have a better life. Um. Or, like, you know, it would be better if you are like, with the Zenin clan uh, for, like, support and shit like that. Like, you know. Yeah. But I think it was also the fact that, like, one, 
it had him, it had to do with something with him being you know he he's heavily restricted so he doesn't have any power he doesn't he already sees the divide in the family that's right. what i'm assuming from his perspective so like everything that was going on with maki and her sister and that divide how, and how they treat women to versus the the thing with fushiguro becoming the next head um spoiler for the manga stuff but like I think it has to do with just like the structure of the Zen. Like, That's casual it, spoilers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's it's, a, it's it's so inconsequential. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. I was thinking definitely like within the anime i'm trying to I mean, you go back to the first part of the series and that's why this past uh gojo arc is so important to i guess this should be an incident arc he um he gave away his son but at the end of the fight with gojo he lets gojo know like yo he's about to turn this thing do what you want with that information it made me kind of feel like he wasn't necessarily comfortable in the beginning giving it away as opposed mm-hmm. to maybe he cares about megumi a lot more than he lets on, but he can't because he's like this Rolling Stone kind of like, you know, renegade guy who can't be tied to necessarily like a family or anything of the rather, mm-hmm. especially since his wife died. Um, mm-hmm. He's been, he was like, I'm really on my own bullshit right now and I can't have any kids attached to that. Um, I respect that. Yeah, yeah I respect right. it too. Um, the next part I call is Sakuna's Wrath. Because we get a double feature fucking fight with Sakuna, who has been dropped within this arc and is absolutely causing havoc for just the fun of it. Like he's like, <laughs> he's fighting for fucking. He's not fighting with a. He's fighting because he just loves fighting. Like he's fucking. It's a. He. I'm trying to think of in, in the. I love moments where Sakuna is kind of like featured in the series because usually it means like some sort of it's a usually a great fight and kind of like the intensity is really ramped up and I think that's the mark of kind of like a great villain of the series and why he's a great villain for this series because his um appearance alone changes the mood and kind of changes the trajectory of where this kind of like art goes just by his presence alone it's low-key like what's um What's like a dominating force in just a random thing? It's like I don't I know. Mean, it's like, like Thanos showing up or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I know what yeah. you're saying. Like he his his moments are so small, but they're impactful. Like anytime mm-hmm. he shows up on screen, like it you know, changes about the to go shit. Down, right? it, or something changes, right? Like something something. I mean, it's all building up to something that we'll talk about in the spoiler section, but. His presence alone is he's such a dominating presence within the show that anytime he shows up, it's like, oh shit, it's on. And mm-hmm. he shows up. I mean, we, we talked about it last episode. He made that um agreement with um Jogo essentially saying, like, yo, if you beat me, I'll do whatever you want. So he has this massive fight with Jogo. And Jogo is like, I've been waiting to pull out these moves fucking forever, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> He is getting into his bag and like deep in his duffel. Um, all types of fire moves, flamethrower, fire spin, all types of you know, he's using the whole fucking gamut <laughs> of mm-hmm. the fire, you know, fucking um, what's the most powerful flame? The, the shit that flare turns blitz, into the, there you go, uh, flare <laughs> blitz or fucking fire blast. There you go, like he's yeah. using all of them, bro. He's fucking using all of them, and Sakuna is seamlessly. Um, 
throughout all the destruction, just kind of navigating his way through it. He is the, I don't know. It's just awesome. What do you guys think of this first battle between him and Jogo? I think this is where I first caught up to, if you listen to um, early big guys, I think this is where I first caught up to to the manga. Um, So seeing it in motion right here and just the moment that they feed him the fingers and, you know, everything that goes on with the girls culminating into the fight with Jogo, listen, you just see them like, it's, doesn't it start off with the people randomly in the city just like standing down in the crowd or whatever like that and then you just hear like a boom and then these niggas just flying across the sky <laughs> having a whole ass battle like what the fuck is happening like bro no yeah. care no resolve <laughs> anything that's going on beneath them like it doesn't matter kusakabi said it's like elephants tap dancing among ants like <laughs> what a fucking line what a bar they don't care about anything in this instance cyrus what do you say um this fight is definitely like um it's it's much better in the anime like uh because you don't get to see in the manga you don't get to see the destruction that is happening mm-hmm. like it, it's like, destruction people, there but it's like just a page people are there yeah, like I feel like in the manga, you don't like you don't see the people there. It kind of just seems like you know Shibuya's already emptied out, so it's like whatever. But just the amount of destruction and slicing and cutting of the environment, all that sort of jazz is like it, it's, it's fantastic. Like I think it's a like, meteor hits the earth, <laughs> you know yeah, like <laughs> dead. Like people are so fucking cooked. Um, yeah, and Jogo. He cool, like he was cool when he was killing, you know, regular motherfuckers like uh <laughs> Manabi and um Nabuto, Nabito and Yeah, and, and Maki, like he was like, Yeah, I'm fast, you feel me? I'm a one, two, trying to be cool, they can count this shit. I'm glad they whooped the shit out there. I'm glad he whooped the shit out this nigga, actually. <laughs> this nigga thought he was fire. Hey, man, Literally. He thought he- you thought he was like second in command in the Ginyu Force, bro. He was like, "Listen, man, I'm I'm tight, I'm real. <laughs> Y'all ain't never seen some shit like them." I mean, this is the second time he getting his ass whooped in this series. <laughs> but he got mm-hmm. he got his ass beat by the best characters. So I mean, like True. we we know we know that Sukuna has been touted as like the king of curses, but he, his power is fractured. So first of all, he was asking for that ass whooping. Why would you purposely give these niggas the fingers to punch your shit out, bro? Like, come on now, um. But also the fact that, like, we know that Gojo is also the strongest sorcerer of, you know, right now. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's the eventual, like, okay, he wants to fight all of the strongest niggas. He just happens to get his ass beat by both of them. Like, it's more along the lines of show, you know, realistically, he's not weak. And even Sukuna says that, like, he is strong. But, but he's <laughs> not as nice as me. <laughs> yeah, but, but he's also, like mentally weak right like there's this instance where sakuna is asking me is like so you're not going to use like your domain expansion or any cool shit like that and he's like i knew i would lose against you and you know sakuna's like that is pussy mentality he's he's like damn (laughs) nigga try (laughs) right he was like i get it a little bit more as we got more into the story but like at the same time yeah he was kind of pussy for that because Sukuna, what is it? Sukuna was ahead. even asking to like 
you know, you have to defeat me. And then I was like, you, you just have to like tap my shoulder or some shit. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, I'm activating my door. Like I, I'm pulling out all the stops. If all I got to do is touch the nigga. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm pulling out all the stops. Like. I have What's nothing a little to bit lose of my, at that point, yeah, for real. Like, what, what, what a little bit of my curse energy when I'm about to get, you know, the strongest motherfucker in the world out of it. Yeah, he's pussy. <laughs> yeah, he uses, you know, he essentially uses his technique against him, creates that arrow of fire, and absolutely, I mean, smokes him. I love any moment where, again, we'll get to this in the spoilers, but any moment where death is upon them and suddenly it breaks into a whole other very <laughs> sentimental ass. You go, we go in the just white space where he's talking to Nanami and Daigon and he's like, I'm like, bro, you gotta realize you dead at this point. <laughs> yeah. 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 That shit's a little too funny. And that, that's a thing where, uh, you know, a lot of people are just like, Oh, is this like a UG thing? Like, is mm-hmm. this something that, uh, mm-hmm. UG does, um, you know, might be domain ask or something. And, I don't. Uh, I think it's very much the case because I don't see anybody else. Well, um, what is it? I, I guess um, it's a thing for Manami, but I, I don't really see a lot of people go through this like euphoric state before uh, yeah. g- getting sent to the uh, to the nice old um, what, what is the shit that they uh, they go in this uh, the airport? The airport, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's the that's... airport they go to. Hey man, everything should be an airport in this show. Um, <laughs> with that said, you know, final thoughts is like Sakuna's like, stand proud, you're strong. You know, you shouldn't. He's essentially saying like, your thing shouldn't just. You shouldn't settle on this certain thing, or you shouldn't settle on fights either. You should scorch the friggin' earth every time you move. You are strong mm-hmm. enough to be a massive, you know, strong force in this, like me. But you will never be me. And then he shows up, and then he's like you know, Popeye's Cajun chicken or some shit like that. And he's just like a stub, <laughs> um, just standing there completely charred to death. And it's like, damn. Yeah. And Sakuna hits him with like some special type fire. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the it's fuck different. that was about. I don't know. Yeah, it's different. It's like, uh, Jogo just got like regular human flames. Cause you know, uh, that's the curse or whatever. Um, and Sakuna got like some grand, some grand curse fire. <laughs> got, that, yeah. got that shit from the sun or something. I don't know. Damn. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Jogo's dead. Didn't stand a chance. Um, Urame is shows up and she's like, "I'm here." Like, I thought I would never see you again. Um, interesting relationship. You'll see. Urame just mm-hmm. she gets around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Very, yeah. very, uh, you know, uh, very much a sidekick. Um, then we get ready for the second battle because the kind of buffer in between this is that Megumi is about to essentially, like, he's about to, first of all, we've talked about this last episode. We've talked about this in the chat. We've talked about this. This man is about to throw his life away for Shigemo. <laughs> and, like, yeah. <laughs> This shit has been a meme for so long, man. <laughs> He's like, I can't do this anymore. The only way I can stop all of this is to use the ultimate 10 shadows technique. So Shigemo, I mean, the end of the episode shows just these, Shigemo's being stalked by this giant monster. Um, eventually, Sukuno's like, another strong fighter appears. Like, 
I got to go teleport over to them. Um, I need to fight this guy. So he shows up. He sees Megumi. He essentially stops Megumi from killing him his own self. He's like, you know, stand up, nigga. And he just, you know, yeah. he used reverse, reverse curse, curse technique on him. Um, and so Megumi, you know, his plans to kill himself has been thwarted once again. Um, <laughs> but ahead uh, of him, go ahead. Wait, before you continue. So he tells Jogo, yo, if you're going to fight, fight with your all, you know, give it 1000% or whatever. And Megumi's ready to die for this shit. <laughs> you could slowly see why he's like attracted to Megumi. Like, yeah, for sure. But I mean, it's the other thing with like he has a certain power, like he has a certain skill set that nobody else really has. I think that's also why you know he he had the qualification to be the Zenin clan head. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like Sakuna being the king of curses, this nigga just no shit, bro. Like he is the he been around, yeah. Like he he spent his entire existence learning and studying curses and curse techniques and the rules behind curses and binding vows and everything like that so i would mm-hmm. like in this moment where he's saving megumi he's like you know what hold up i got a use for you like and we we don't know what that use is but it's based on what we know from megumi it's like damn what does sakuna have in mind he comes in to take on maharaga hey man before you say that i want to ask you guys a question <clears throat> before we get in i want to ask you guys this is a pop quiz See if you can get it. Can you say out Maharaga's full name without looking? Oh, oh hell no. It's like Divergent Silius or something. <laughs> I don't even, I couldn't even tell you, like, no. That's that like, got a full name? Yes, he got, he got a, full a full name. name bro. He's a, the shit, it's like, I remember, um, what was it? I think because I was watching Diavolo's videos, and because when he announces Maharaka in the series, he goes full name and he says it like he's a fucking anime character. He says the eight-handled sword divergent, Sila Divine, General yeah. Maharaga. I was like, yo, his name is kind of tough. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. <laughs> I was like, eight-handled sword divergent, Sila Divine, General Maharaga. I was like, word, put that on a shirt, buddy. Come on. Let's look. Oh my god! I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't know he had a full name. <laughs> hey man, yeah. his friends call him Maharaga. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But if you put respect on his name, if you summon in this guy, you know, to for your own thing, you call him Eight Handle Sword Divergent Seal of Divine General Maharaga. Um, Stand ten toes. Hey man, stand ten shadows down. Fuck that. <laughs> um, <laughs> with that said, it's. Hold on, I have... So, uh, Megumi remembers this conversation with Gojo, informing him why the Gojo clan and the Zenin clan do not get along. Megumi surmises that the leader of the Zenin family 100 years ago used the Ten Shadows technique the same way he has to kill himself against the leader of the Gojo family. So, essentially, that is why he assumes that the Zenin clan and the Gojo clan got beef, because someone used Maharaga to off the other, um, or off them both, rather, um... Sukuna versus Maharaga. What do you make of this fight? Because it's almost like, I mean, there's rarely any dialogue. It's kind of really Sukuna thinking to himself as like, how do I beat this guy? It's it's an interesting, like, um, 
Rubik's cube of like he's trying to figure out usually how Sukuna things is like I know your curse technique I can either copy it or all this other shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. He's really trying to figure out Maharaga um, and figuring out like why his slashes necessarily aren't working. What do you guys? I mean, I'm I like both of these fights. Um, they're both animated the same way, and of course, they use a lot of destruction and a lot of like. This is like the, um, like, I don't know. It's it, it's a lot. There's a lot going on in this fight. I don't know if I'll remember one exact scene. I don't know if I'll remember one exact moment, but I know that the spectacle of the fight, looking at the episode, them darting through the camera work, the choreography, all these other things, the back and forth of it, this was probably thus far, I think, one of the best fight in the series thus far. Um, would yeah, you agree, yeah. disagree? I would I would definitely agree, especially because this is one of those up to this point, we've barely had any Sakuna for real. So between this fight and the juggle fight, you kind of start to even like first him him first showing up on, under the uh, subway, like you get an understanding of the kind of thought process Sakuna has. You kind of get an understanding, a, a little more understanding of his personality. Like he's trying to learn by the rule. He's. When his fight with Jogo, he was a little bit more like stand up, like, come on, man, you can do your best. Like, I want to see what everything you have. What's your capability? What's your limit? Like, he is more interested in the character of a person. When it came to Maharaga, it's like, okay, this shit kind of different. What kind of technique is this? And then when you get to the ultimate, like, adapt into all phenomena and any occurrence, it's like, okay, how can I beat that? How can I get above this? And then you you see like okay, Sakuna, you know, he's very intelligent. He wants this to learn. A he's a saying. Yeah. He's a fucking saying. He's also a gamer <laughs> yeah. on the low. Like, <laughs> uh, I, I, I think I think it's also the thing where he's just like okay, like I've been I've been gone for a really long time. Let mm. me see what you niggas got. Like, yeah, yeah I've been sealed for years. Um, and then I think like. In in a sense, he's very similar to uh, Kenjaku, just in the form of combat, where he's just like, "Show me what you got. Right. Let's see, like, let's see how you like uh, how you maneuver and how you put this shit together." Um, and that's why he's just like, "Yo, with Gojo, uh, I mean, with Jogo, he's just like, don't be pussy, bro. Like, show show me everything in your bag right now." Um, and 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 I think that's uh, very interesting uh, for for that character. Well, go ahead. No, I was going to also say, like, especially with, like, Sakuna and going into, like, can I, well, uh, side tangent before we go back to the other thing. Can I just say, like, the animation in this fight was great, though? Like, the, I remember seeing them, like, throw, he threw, not Kenjaku. They're throwing buildings at each other, bro. Yeah, they're throwing throwing buildings at each other, like, throw them into a pool, like, get going in through buildings, like, slicing and dicing between. I think the best part was the explanation of his curse technique, and they cut to under the subway, and Mm -hmm. the girls are talking, like, you know, the power is out. I don't think there's any more cell towers. Like, don't don't worry, there's going to be some help. And then they go into, like, just the fade and slow fade of their bodies as he's cutting through the area, like... They causing destruction on a level, and it's, like, it's not even, like... 
it's not even intentional destruction, right? It's like they're focused mm-hmm. on this battle, but they don't care what's happening around them. The, literally, mm-hmm. the world is their stage. That it, it's it's incredible. He ends up using malevolent malevolent shrine kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> malevolent <laughs> kitchen. Um, but decreases the radius to 140 meters, so he doesn't kill Magumi. Uh, because you love that boy, man. He's like, man, I love that kid. Like a son of mine. Um, and he's like, I wish I could be him. Um, but he, he just <laughs> he uses Malevolent Shrine. Again, the slices aren't get through. Eventually he does, you know. Um, he uses, I think, the same arrow technique to eventually kill uh, Maharaga. Mm-hmm. Because that's the one thing. Uh, Maharaga's essential technique is like I'm he's going to after a couple turns from his thing he can adapt to any technique that you have so you better have another technique at least or you better not be you're you're you'll be extremely limited in using the same technique over and over you are not going to spam anything on this nigga trust me so that's why I'm like the battle excuse me that happened between um you know when he initially uh got used against like whatever uh oh, the gojo, and gojo thing i was just like what did like what what like, what was your plan when that came out like what, what'd you do <laughs> like, <laughs> right you, you, right. Just, you just froze up because <laughs> shit i am like uh-huh. if you couldn't beat this nigga straight up and you it, it, he was probably giving him the hands i'm gonna hold you the gojo yeah. nigga was probably giving him the business, so he had no choice but to bring out Maharaga because there's no <laughs> other way. <laughs> hey man, them fucking six-eyed goons, bro. Fuck them. I'm sure the entire the entire fucking uh, curse society was like, man, fuck these niggas, man. I hate them so much. Um. Anyway, it's the battle's over. Um. Sukuna takes Megumi over to Masamichi Yaga. Um, and leaves his body there. He's like, yo, I want my man to die. I don't want anybody else showing up and randomly stabbing him here. And then Sakuna, you know, transforms back into Yuji. And once Yuji really, you know, regains control of his body, he sees how many people have been killed, how many people have been put in danger. And he just starts panicking and vomiting and rubbing his fingers against the fucking ground and I was just like bro that That's was a really hard yeah yeah how are you, how are you grinding uh, your hands <laughs> you're right he's like to me that was like such a very it was like a real moment to me like it it, mm-hmm. it touched me in a way that he's promised mm-hmm. he's like in this thing like i'm not trying to kill innocent people but he knows ultimately he is the vessel he is the weapon and it's something he can't control um and it bothers him it bothers him to see you know loved ones or people or just kind of this entire city you know dead but he essentially says listen fuck it i gotta lock in because there is still mojito that's out there killing people i gotta lock in i gotta get it you know get shit done um those are the Sakuna fights. That was Sakuna's moment in the series. Again, ten out of ten. Anytime Sakuna is involved, big shit's popping. Um, next episode, really? go ahead. I was gonna say last thing. It was really funny how this nigga really just had them stand there when Jogo pulled out the fireball. <laughs> Y'all get <Anybody> <laughs> and, 
anybody who moves getting killed. Um, five, you know, as the meteors are coming towards them, beat a sweat on the head. He's like, go. And everyone just zips out of nowhere. This <sighs> man. Very evil really? character. Yeah, really evil. In a, in a very sadistic way. Because he knows like everyone's his peons compared to him. He's like, man, fuck mm-hmm. this. I'm about to have some fun uh, with this. Um, <laughs> the last part of the previous episode leading into the next episode shows pretty much uh, looking like a slim gym. Um, Nanami walking through, he has survived Jogo's fire. I guess he was stronger than fucking Naibito. Um, but I guess Naibito took it, he took it like. <laughs> Two to the face oh, and straight on pause. Um, <laughs> he got hit by like five different cannons. So yeah, so I, 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 I get dying. Um, <laughs> um, we see him, and it, this is called kind of Nanami's last stand. We see him walking through the tunnels, and he eventually approaches Mahito, who's like folded up in a booth, and he's like, "Ooh, somebody." Um, the anime extends the scene out crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a whole, I guess it's more of like an ode to Nanami. I guess they didn't want to, because in the, in the fucking manga, he just like, he sees him. Oh, and things him. Uh, he, he, in the manga, he does do the, like the slaughter thing, but like, um, they definitely made it a little more dramatic with like the dancing and the, all, all that and shit. the beach you know? and shit. It was in like a, a Cymbalta commercial, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> His man was in a whole cleric commercial. That, it was crazy. Easy, breezy, beautiful cover Nanami, man. He was out here <laughs> living his best life. He was like, I can't wait. That that was his airport. Was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> he was having a little Duval play in the background, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, oh, man, I would love to go to, uh, I think, like, Bali. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And he was like, I go oh, you, you got to take though. an airplane to get there. So. <laughs> He's, you know, destroying all these cursed spirits. He eventually gets to Mahito. Mahito just puts one hand on him. And at the same time, Yuji pulls up. I don't like how they did it in the show, because I feel like in that, it, it's weird. In the chapter, it's, like, positioned better. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I feel like I in the show. was weird. Yeah, it, it was really weird. Because I think it showed him from a different angle. Um, than how it is in the show because the in the in the manga the manga is really like focused on Nanami in that moment and you kind of get to see him face you know full kind of like there but um, in the anime I mean this is a very nitpicky ass shit by the way he's he's <laughs> beside he's behind um, Nanami instead of on the side of Nanami and I was like oh okay all right you know uh, creative liberty sure. Um, y'all the ones in the sweatshop killing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but with that said, Nanami gets absolutely transfigured by Dominicans. Um, no, gets co- <laughs> absolutely transfigured by Mahito, and it's one of the saddest moments of the show. I mean, this is Nanami. What, what you say is kind of Nanami's dead, so let's do our like. In Requiem or whatever it's called, um, <laughs> Nanami, his place in the show, in this series thus far. How do we? 
how did we feel about Nanami all the way through? My favorite character. Yeah, up wow. to this point, yeah. Um, well, uh-huh. he, he always was. Um, he's my favorite Still character. Uh, I, I feel like you know, it will. I, I'm I'm the same as Gage. It was just like you know, he died, but it was just like, yeah, it was for the good of the story. I, I, I like what we got here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I, I um, mean, I, I yeah, I would say so. Yeah. So like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not uh, You're not mad that he died. You don't think there's more we could have done with Nanami? Nope. I'll re- let's, we, we can revisit this question in the spoiler section. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but actually, we'll, we'll do a lot of questions in the spoiler section. Make sure you guys uh-huh. tune into that bonus episode as well. He kills Nanami, which sends Yuji kind of a little bit, little bit over the edge, but his final words is essentially like, I forget what he says, like finish the job or like, take you can take it from here. Yeah. Um, and um, we get into the battle. Yuji's greatest nemesis, Mahito's greatest nemesis. You know, this is the one-on-one battle um, that this series is kind of built off of. And you know, I think if I had to say in terms of this first round of this thing, it's definitely leaning more towards Mahito. I think Yuji has got a lot going on currently. He's still struggling and still kind of dealing with a lot of things, but also he's still not as I think he's experienced in battle, but still not as experienced as he probably could, or a lot of his contemporaries, like an Anami, who could yeah. probably hold his own much better in this situation. Um, but it isn't until we get the reveal that Maito actually split himself in two, like, I guess two hours before, so he could catch mm-hmm. Yuji. He could he split his body in two so he could clear more ground in terms of find Yuji before everybody else who had their own ulterior motives could find Yuji. And mm-hmm. he runs into um Nobara. And now Nobara, who hasn't really had a great showing in this arc thus far. I mean, she got her ass kicked pretty early, but she's holding her own against Mahito pretty because her technique works very, very well against his. And I don't think we that's played up enough in this series about like how techniques work up against one another. Um, mm-hmm. Especially Nobaros, who seems perfect to really take out Mahito, essentially something that like affects the soul. Um, yeah. And that's what all that Mahito is kind of like about. Um, Yuji, in a sense, too, because he has that double punch thing where it punches you once and then it punches you in your soul. Um, Which is awesome. But, silly, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, shit, double impact. Um it's like a Pokemon move, but I loved. I mean, I loved the whole Nabara thing in the, you know, in the manga and in the anime. And I think in the anime, she gets a really, really great showing, um, using her curse technique. It affecting Mahito. It affecting Mahito. That's fine. Yuji and Yuji getting upper hand. He's like, that must beat Nabara. I was like, how the fuck did you know? Um, but he knew. <laughs> That must be Nobaro, because it could be nobody else. Um, Mahito says, I'm booking it. Fuck this. <laughs> mm-hmm. One Mahito yeah. runs in one direction. The other Mahito runs in another direction. I don't know if they high-five or not. I... <laughs> that would have been but hilarious. The real Mahito heads towards Nobaro. The fake Mahito runs towards Yuji. And Yuji's just like, Nobara, get out the way. But, you know, he touches her face and 
again, um, the way the anime adapts this kind of like part of the series. Uh, f- first of all, this is an incredibly brutal chapter in the manga for readers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, brutal. Um, in a way where essentially it happens at the end of the chapter um, and we don't know necessarily what to think. And then we get the whole backstory, you know what I'm saying? Which I love. It's very quaint in the show. And it's actually a great removal from the major intensity that's kind of happened, um, which is why I appreciate it. The whole Nabara backstory with the girl and kind of showing you how Nabara was and all these characters that don't really mean anything in the series. Um, it kind of like stands on its own as something like kind of cool and kind of fun. Um, and then you're uh, go ahead. They're, they're important to Nabara. So I, I think that's important to the story just a little bit. Yeah, like we didn't get a chance to like go through any of their backstories for real. Like, of course, like for certain characters, we know that we'll we'll dive into them eventually, depending on their importance in the story. And I think up to this point, like Nobara was an important character, but in this instance, where like just her friends weren't, unless they have a seal on their head or something. I they're <laughs> I'm not saying that they're like whack or anything. <laughs> I'm just saying like they have no. Um, she made this vow to them that she'd come back to them. And maybe, you know, the vow will be... That, yeah. yeah, that's the only part that's important. Yeah, yeah. so maybe it will be in the end. Um, when we get to the end of the chapter, and we see <laughs> Nobara's eyes completely, like, out of her. It's the one of the most brutal... It's not even, like, a death. They made this... Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I was going to say, they made this part the craziest, like... I think this is one of the parts that they did way better in the anime compared to the manga because they show a shot of you looking from her skull, like with the eye out. From her looking, eye socket, yeah. Yeah, from her <laughs> eye socket looking at Yuji. And that shit's so crazy. Like, Mappa, I'm going to just go ahead and give y'all a, a applause right quick. I'm I'm sorry that y'all get, didn't get a chance to see our families, but y'all were doing everything in the <laughs> art direction and everything. Listen, dog, it, it was crazy. Um, but the moment getting played up to this point was phenomenal. And like just Nobara like being shown this way in front of Yuji. He's broken at this point, man. Like without spoilers. Without spoilers. Is Nobara dead? Yes. I'm gonna say well, no. I'm gonna say no because of the, the guy coming over and saying her wounds won't get any worse. She right. still has to pull through herself, but her wounds well, won't get any Guess worse what? If you're already dead, does it mean it can't get any work? Like <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you just she preserving already, the body? Shardy already missing a chunk of her brain. Eh, it can't get any worse. Like, well, the nigga dead already, so hey, I mean man. that just it's depends a, on like we don't one thing about she might, uh, she might have learned reverse technique off screen, reverse cursing. Yeah. You know how gay yeah, gets, bro. <laughs> Her survival is like near zero. Nigga, that's not Oppenheimer. Like <laughs> pronounce her dead or get gone, bro. Hey man, the key for anime deaths is one, you have to see one, you have to see the body. That yeah. is it. Abs- the, you need to see the body to make sure that they're dead. I mean, we see the body here, but it's not necessarily confirmed that she's dead. 
And we need absolutely, like, her brain thing, one of her vital things is gone, something along those lines. We need confirmation that she's dead. One of the greatest things in this series thus far, one of the greatest mysteries of it that um, Gege has managed to keep going thus far and thus long is Nobara dead or not. And we have not gotten that answer yet. Even in spoiler section, we haven't gotten that answer yet. And it's one of the things that I think a lot of fans are hoping for to see in this kind of story and really gravitating towards, except Cyrus, who's like, nah, she's dead. She ain't coming back. Don't worry about it. Bus stop. I'm not, I'm um, not holding out hope. <laughs> she, got, she right at the bus stop. She like, number three, right there. Um, here's what I'll say. is a, It's an interesting creative choice from this series. Bringing Toto here, during this fight with Yuji and Mahito, I'm not sure I'm really with that decision. Um, I love Toto. And he loves Yuji. I'm not sure if he's fully needed in this instance. What say I you? I think... No, go ahead, Cyrus, because... He, he kind of got to be. Um, yeah. He, he's there for Yuji development. Um even there's a point where he takes a step back and then even parts of the fight where, you know, he's kind of like separated from the two. So like, yeah, it, it's a handicap match, but I feel like, you know, UG, he probably wouldn't have got, he needed him just for more support. Really? Shit. Um, yeah. Like, even yeah, in no, that he, instance, like, he needed a push. yeah, he needed the push. Uh, in general, the fact that he saw his his mentor, one of his mentors, get killed right before his eyes, one of his teammates getting, you know, her face blown out in front of like pause, but like not, you know, it's crazy in that instance. All of these things happening back to back, especially when he was just landing black flashes on Mahito in this fight, like up to mm-hmm. this point where he he made the decision to run away at that point. It's not like Yuji was, you know, giving up. He was he was conquering himself through all of this stuff. He's like, I still do it. He's pepping himself up through every moment to the point where Mojito's like, no, I got to do a little bit more for myself. Um, And so I think Toto in this instance with his technique, he's the perfect tag team partner to help get Yuji through the situation because not only is Yuji strong and capable enough, he needs the motivation for himself. And Toto has the proper curse technique in order to help him make sure that he stays out of trouble. Like he's very elusive. He knows how it works. He knows the rules. It's disorienting to Mahito, which is some of the stuff that JJK lays out really well is like <clears throat> matchups and making sure that you know the rules to your own technique and you can only let off so much if you use it in a specific way. And so that's what, you know, with Sukuna, him trying to figure out what Maharaga's techniques are. Um, everything that's going on in, in this fight is him using his technique while also working with Yuji, but keeping Mahito on his toes and staying away from what they know about his technique. Cause that's the thing. Like Mahito, everybody knows what Mahito's technique is one touch and you're done. So this, just this entire moment is just like a, a game of keep away. And they're doing the whole thing in the subway, you know, all the way up to this point. I, I think he's the perfect person to be in this fight to like kind of push it over the edge to where it needs to get to. I think I would have loved to see him fight Mahito alone in a sense. Maybe Yuji's kind of like trying to like fig- really trying to figure out the situation and he sees, you know, Toto putting his all into it and he's like, I can't let someone else die under my watch. 
let me find the resolve within me to kind of like go and do this kind of like I would like replicate the relationship to like um what's my man's name from um Yusuke and Korobara kind of vibe um not necessarily that they hate each other but they push each other to make themselves stronger I don't know if I'm really like with like the handicap match kind of vibe um because one it ends up being like Mojito ends up sm- <laughs> they're not playing fair. Yeah, it, it really is. Mojito isn't, was never playing fair. That's the other thing. Like he was playing he, fair because that's his. But he's using right. that's his technique, bro. Like with the, the, the to, like, like, what saying, like, there's nothing that anybody can really like. I would have loved to see. I, and this is just I understand fuck playing fair. Everyone's lives is on the line. Don't get me wrong. I understand that. I think from a story perspective, in terms of like Yuji and kind of his own development. I'm not sure how much Toto plays a major role in this other than like the pep talk and like the cool technique. Like we've never even really seen Toto fight for him damn for his own self. And at this point we won't <laughs> anymore. Um, but it would have been nice to see like that kind of, in my opinion, I think it, it handicaps it a little bit. It takes a little bit away from the moment in a sense. Um, it doesn't completely hinder it. I still think the fight is awesome. I still think the intensity is like ratcheted up to another level. I still think they push Mahito to another level. Um, yeah. But I feel like all this could have still been accomplished maybe in a one-on-one fashion. Um, Cyrus, what do you say? Um, no, I, I, I just think um, I don't know. I'm cool with the matchup. <laughs> uh, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel uh, you. It don't bother me no bit. Funniest name. part of the episode. Funniest part of the episode by far. Mechamaro's goodbye. <laughs> to me, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, and he's like, I'm just a puppet and. I just, you know, there's this girl that really, really liked me, and maybe I was trying to impress her. Maybe this was a bad idea, all of this other stuff like that. Um, and me was crying in the seat, and she's like, Nakamaru, no! <laughs> Meanwhile. You just get gone, and while everybody else is pissed off. Everyone's hating Y'all hard. <laughs> Y'all not mean we're going to die? <laughs> <laughs> what, what that nigga mean, wee wee? <laughs> What do you mean? How y'all, how y'all hey, all got y'all ass whooped at the fucking uh at the little tryout joint? Yeah, you niggas is ass. Yeah, they were like, I can't believe he made my you know underclassmen cry. And he's like, What do you mean we don't have a chance for survival? And that Toto's the only one who could. I mean, we're gonna see that they had no chance at all. But um, <laughs> like they get in the battle and literally contribute nothing. But crazy. I thought that was fucking hilarious. They were like, fuck this robot nigga for life. And I hope he stayed dead. Um, <laughs> we we get to the conclusion of this fight. All three fighters bring out their potential, 120% of the potential, um, which is cool. Whatever that There's, fucking means. <laughs> that's what I said. But then also it's like, I guess it leans into this little transformation shit. Um, Mahito comes with this plan and he cuts off one of Toto's arms, preventing him from doing the boogie woogie. Essentially, this man is no longer important to this series if he does not have two hands. 
Um, yeah, right. I'm like, hey, you suck. <laughs> Ken, he's like clapping is a you know an expression of the you know the joy that people have, and it's like you can't clap then. Like you, your stub is now is not working. Um, I did like the you know the anime original things. Um, Yuji throwing the rock and taking place at the rock and having that him having you know his little dream oh, he fights <laughs> with the um what's her name <laughs> the singer oh yeah uh, the, man, I know you're talking about yeah, that part is yeah. hilarious yeah yeah it's amazing um essentially he's out of the fight but Mahito he upgrades himself um he reaches a new form instant spirit body of distorted killing. Um, reborn, new form. <laughs> Boy. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> but then it gets he gets beaten in like half an episode. So I was like, what is this new form really? <laughs> I was like, is this like Golden Freezer where you just weren't used to using it at this point? Um, <laughs> like, you, you got this new toy. He couldn't punch you. You got distracted once wait for the police to finish but yeah and then got smoked and i was just like i think it's still because of the 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 whole thing of he still got to touch them so at any point he got to touch them bro like they know it's the rap i love the uh, moment though where he expands his domain and they show like their perspectives in that point two seconds like him expanding the domain and then Mm. like yuji like and what his thought process is and then the camera moves to uh toto and then it goes back around and they show all of their different thought processes clashing in in motion at that moment and that's how you get um toto losing his arm and it's it's just a very well done moment. I think the best part about it for me is just like the even with that him losing his arm and like yeah no this is still a stuff. Mahito fell for the fake out. He actually mm-hmm. fell for like the, an uh, idiot. Clap. <laughs> yeah, it was like eh. I guess he's not perfect. Um, and Yuji uses I mean he uses special anime closing punch fight mm-hmm. you know. Full, full on, you know. I was like, damn, this is hard, this is tough, but this is definitely like when Goku killed, you know, King Piccolo. Um, and then we get the you know, the snow, the wolves, Yuji looking badass. He's like, I'm gonna kill you, motherfucker. I've been waiting for this the covenant <laughs> my whole fucking life, nigga. Um, and he's crawling, he's crawling. And he finally gets up to Ghetto. Ghetto, you know, he's looking at him like, get up, little nigga. Um, he's like, do you need help? And boy, this, all right, this is the final, this is the final stretch of this entire Shibuya incident arc. We get to the Ghetto part. Ghetto reveals himself as the actual true villain of the show. Fuck what you thought of Mahito was, apparently. <laughs> Which yeah. I hate for Mahito. I hate it for him. Um, I hate he was it made the slow realization that he was a pawn all along <laughs> yeah I, mean, always, I, I think I always felt that way cause uh, when he's shown mm, what do you mean like as soon as you see Gato having like uh, coffee with fucking um, 
Jogo or whatever the fuck that was happening in there. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of get that he's the um, he a little weird he, nigga. <laughs> he he had the like, um, Ghetto had the plan the entire time. You could tell from all their conversations mm-hmm. and interactions, like yeah. even them hanging out and like I think Dagon's the domain, restaurant, like, on the restaurant the first time yeah. we ever see them, Shit, like. Yeah. But you also get the sense at the in the beginning that like Mahito is still you know the foil to Yuji, so it's yeah. like you think that he's gonna last long. You think that he's gonna yeah. be the end all be all antagonist, and just and then for Gage this Gage moment, like, happen, nah, like that. <laughs> yeah, that part kind of pissed me off. Like uh, somebody, uh, I was talking to somebody, and it was just like, yeah, Yuji uh, beat him, and I was just like, nah, he needed the body. Like, yeah, he, he, yeah. Needed, he needed that nigga dead. Like for real, for real. <laughs> Cause he could have escaped again. Like either way, um, Suru Ghetto, he's in front of Yuji. He's using all his like you know little spare techniques and shit, like a Batman, you know, the uh, utility belt of of techniques, <laughs> making the ground fall from him, throwing fucking bugs on him, all types of other shit like that. Apparently, in this instance, so in this instance, it's inferred that Mahito knew. That Suguro Ghetto was going to use him, and I'm not fully. Sh- the it didn't fully link to me of like when he came up with that realization to kind of like really jump and attack him, um, because I don't think it was played enough, played up enough in the series or even in that moment rather of like I'm a turn on you, um, and he trying to like get the you know, get the jump on him before he turns on him. Um, but maybe he realized he was fucking Norotoshi Kamo too, nigga. He was like, oh, shit, that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Norotoshi Kamo. Fuck this nigga. Um, so, yes, eventually, Mahito tries to get the jump on him. Yeto turns him into a fucking ball of whatever and, you know, eats him, and now he has idol transfiguration. And... I mean, we at the scary sight part of this. We are at the unveiling of the real villain of the series, and that's my—that's what I love about this part of it because I felt like we built towards this moment, right? Um, mm-hmm. Gojo sealed. We we see he's he's in front of Yuji's in front of the person who has this, you know, the prison realm right there. He can literally jump to get it, but he's not strong enough to get it. Um, and of course, Kenjaku, in all of his wisdom, is explaining his full plan in front of niggas and it's very villainous. This is when Yuki shows up and then like the rest of the Kyoto, like everybody starts pulling up at this moment and he's, he's getting the full rundown. He's, he's giving it to Yuki, but also in the same moment, like we built up to the first part of season two, where we have Gojo Ghetto and Yuki had like, you know, they're all interacting and everything like that. And one of the last conversations Ghetto has with Yuki before the chapter zero stuff is mm-hmm. about, you know, what is the way for Jujutsu sorcery and this society to go moving forward. And mm-hmm. so after that, I'm pretty sure that she doesn't see him in zero. And then the next time they meet, there's somebody with his body, but it's been confirmed, quote unquote, that he was dead. So like this interaction for her is also kind of shaky as well. So it's like, you know, do you remember that talk we had? Do you like, what kind of girls are you into? All of that stuff playing up in this moment. And then he is not into girls. (laughs) 
Uh, hey, chill out. <laughs> he's, he's in the I'm curses. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> you took it the extra mile. Um, Cyrus, what struck out the most about this, this, you know, this final kind of sequence here with Ghetto and kind of interacting with everybody as they're going to attack him um, um, and trying their might and failing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, failing is an understatement. But um, I do like this reveal. Um, like, because I, I, I definitely I read Zero before I even uh, started. Um, I was told to, so I was like, sure, I'll read it. Um, you were told to read Zero before the series? <laughs> yeah. I was. Okay. They said, all right. hey, man, it, it, it all comes together. So I was just like, yeah, I'll read it. Man, y'all don't read it. Okay. Um, I mean, I didn't read Zero. I read Zero after a number Zero, of things. Zero came out after this yeah, yeah, yeah. whole arc, so like I read it in context, so it gave better context of what was going on because pretty much how Zero. it's like. Dis- yeah, yeah, yeah. Zero definitely came first. Uh, y'all boys just needed to read. Um, no, Zero came oh, afterwards. Bro. Like officially, like when they it on that. It was after all of Shibuya. Like they put yeah. it on Shonen Jump app. Like after Shibuya. Oh, uh, the perks of waiting. Um, <laughs> but what is it? Yeah, no. Um, so I uh, I had the context to it, and I liked it, like because it was like clear that that's like not him. And then um, right. I don't know why, but um, I don't know uh, with his like return, uh, the unveiling the plan part. Yeah, that's weird. Um, the other person that shows up. Um, who's friends with uh, Sukuna? I forget what their name is. Harame. Yeah, Harame. Even uh, even Kajaku was just like, "Who's you? <laughs> what you got going on, bro?" Um, I'm just. I'm also from the Ihian period, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't know how, I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't. But, know, yeah, um, I don't know what her deal is either. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I like the reveal. I thought it was nice. Like now that we have like. Uh, um, you know, we have like a villain. Can we, talk about, <laughs> can we talk about how he was about to smoke Miwa, <laughs> like off the face of the earth? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the yeah. fucking maximum Uzumaki, and she's like there, and she's using she's like simple domain and make that just, binding vow never to swing a sword. <laughs> I was just like, yo, these Kyoto niggas. Ew. Get the fuck out Mecha of here. Mekamaru had a point. Mekamaru had a point, man. Like, they yeah, came and they did nothing. Hey, man, Mekamaru could have helped. He's a dumbass, too. <laughs> it was if all of this was going yeah, to, go to happen anyway, he could have did nothing. Everybody <laughs> in Kyoto is a moron. There. <laughs> Yeah. Literally, literally. So yeah, Utahame, or I mean, Urame comes up using all her ice attacks and shit, ice beam, blizzard, you know, frost, whatever it is. Um, and they realize in this instance, um, and I think it's Choso who now is like Yuji's my brother, and that's the, also the other big reveal. Is like he believes mm-hmm. that Yuji is his brother, and Yuji's like, "Yo, what is this nigga talking about?" Um, because of how he um, responds to his brother's deaths and how it was a similar way of when Yuji was about to die. Um, but Choso shouts out, that's Noritomi, you know, um, Noritomi Kamo, and he's like, that is just one of my, you know, 
one of the bodies I've usurped. I've also been Yuji's mom and, you know, this other person and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he's been going around. Essentially, the plan is, all right, check me on this plan. Fact check me on this plan. He been traveling around for years I'm a, well, I don't even know what that that was my big question. It's like, okay, you've wanted to do this for a while. Why now? You know what I'm saying? Is that was my big thing of like, okay, you've been doing, you know, for a hundred years, you wanted to revive the Heian period, et cetera, et cetera. But why now? Um, but and now did this plan. Um, he waits for Mahito's power to get unlocked so he can essentially steal the power so he can use remote idol transfiguration to rearrange the brains of people who are who have ingested cursed tools so they can become proper vessels without their body exploding i'm assuming and then also awaken other non-sorcerers and give them the ability to be sorcerers i read it like four Um, times go ahead fact check me Science is weird, but um, <laughs> like he 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 doing this shit for scientists and purposes. But um, what is it? He's a mad scientist, and I think that the reason why he came up with this plan now is because Gojo kind of changed the landscape, right? Of curse, uh, you know, all the the curse society. Stuff. Yes, yeah. Um, by just his presence alone, like yeah. So he definitely like. He, he, he changed the landscape of the world, so it's just like, okay, like, if this is like a new territory to, like, really experiment in, even though every era of Japan is a new thing, and he probably did. Um, and, you know, you have a lot of time to think when you're nine months pregnant, you know? So this is probably something <laughs> that you crazy. cooking together. Um, He's been doing various experiments. One of the experiments were the curse rooms, and he realized mm-hmm. they weren't going to become any stronger than they were. So he wants to build a society where there's untapped chaos and untapped power that he can kind of like utilize for a grander purpose for curse energy, which we'll learn about much later. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets on, I think it what was it like a, a manatee? What was it? What, what did he fly on? <laughs> he gets on some I think fucking it was fish. Like a manatee. It's, <laughs> I'm thinking Mantine from yeah Stingray because I'm thinking Mantine from Pokemon. Um, he gets on this fucking Stingray <laughs> and flies away, and with Gojo um, and the prison realm and shit. Meanwhile, everybody's getting their ass whooped and contributed nothing to this entire thing and couldn't do anything. And Urami's like, I guess I'm going to because I got no home. Um, <laughs> and we're left with the shell of society currently. Society is fucked. Because all the cursed spirits are being released, and they're fucking up Shibuya and pretty much everything outside of Shibuya, and it's only, only growing. And the citizens are in danger, and the Japanese government who knew about cursed society is like, should we tell these niggas that curses and shit? Um, they left a goddamn hole in the city. Yeah. Shit is leveled. This I I, I love the pan uh, the panning shot where like uh, what is it? There's just like nothing left. <laughs> yeah. Like completely yeah. leveled. I was like, that's fire. Also, yeah, I guess you gotta tell people about that, bro. <laughs> yeah. Empty All streets of, of Shibuya is going down. Stocks have to be sold. The the stock market is crashing in Japan. Oh, Mei is a fucking 
What a goon. Yeah. She was like, no, sell her your stocks now while I do inappropriate shit with my brother. Um, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> <laughs> well, just, well, uh, just be fucking weird. Yeah, we we um crazy. We get what we wanted at the end of this arc. I mean, I was I was interested in the pacing of this arc. I was wondering where we'd end up, and eventually, considering how they were pacing the Shibuya incident, I was like, we have to end up here. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this technically be- begins the Itadori extermination arc. Um. But we see Yudo Kotsu finally appear in the main series after multiple years, after a number of episodes, after being hinted at and being in the beginning, you know, opening credits and all this other shit. He appears in the series to pretty much stop a curse, him and Rika, and he meets in front of the Jujutsu higher ups. And they're like, first of all, he's like, what the fuck do y'all want? Because I hate y'all. <laughs> Y'all, you know, mm-hmm. and he's like, We have we need you to kill Yuji Itadori. And he's like, I was gonna kill him anyway, because he, you know, he's part of why my man's only got one arm now. Um, mind you, uh, fucking Inamaki doesn't even need arms for his technique. I mean, it, I guess it's you know, <laughs> the principle, of the matter. yeah, it's a principle. <laughs> yeah. you, you would still want your arm, you did nothing in this entire arc, and you know, now you have one arm. Um, what do you mean? Come on, man. He told people <laughs> to sit down. Yeah, that's true. I mean, for that one second. Um, five notices are made by the higher-ups. First, Ghetto is confirmed to be alive and has been sentenced to death again. Um, second, Gojo is considered an accomplice to the incident, a Shibuya incident, and has been permanently exiled. Wow, they put dirt on my nigga's name. Um, Honestly, right. <laughs> they're kind of right because they are but they why there. didn't you kill him when you were told so this would this not happen true. if you got rid of the body i don't know of accomplice but you know he said they by, said removing by design <laughs> right removing his seal will be considered a criminal act um third masamichi <laughs> The principal of the school is to be executed for inciting Gojo and Ghetto and causing the incident at Shibuya. And I was like, see what the, now, the arrogance of <laughs> why my name in it? Oh, oh, oh what, him, what do you say fuck me for? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, bruh, I, what? <laughs> Yo. And then, you know, um, he says, fourth, Yuji's it. Yuji's execution will resume and be carried out immediately. And lastly, Yuta will be appointed as Yuji's executioner. And that is how, the, I mean, the series ends with, you know, Yuji on that bridge, lets out a yawn and a monster shows up, kind of like showing mm-hmm. kind of like how pretty much the world is now. Um, mm-hmm. It's a crazy wrap great, up. Like. It, it is. Everything is change. Everything is different um but with that said shibuya incident is kind of one of the more transformative arcs of the show it kind of gives um not to say that the show it takes it from just the introduction which i would say the first season is largely introduction to all these characters and their motivations and i think it takes them and adds real stakes to kind of like how we proceed with a lot of characters and a lot of the things that are happening in the show it's seemingly like okay we're here to stop curses and Ideally, one of the goals is like, let's just exercise curses and we got to get rid of Mahito. 
Um, but now there's so much more stakes and there's so much more um, that's involved with it. So Shibuya Incident, man, A plus stuff, bro. It is it is one of the it is probably the best anime thing that happened all last year. To be honest with you, I'm just gonna be real with you. Um, yeah, yeah. I can agree to that. Like from start to finish, the setup, like first of all, the reprieve and the build up to this moment, everything that's that we've been shown as viewers up to this point has been spectacular and has built up to to this current day moment for them. And when shit hits the fan and we get nonstop action from beginning to end, plans collide, things get re rediscovered. You know what I'm saying? Like. All of it just has been an immaculate performance and going forward in the story, because there are some things that I want to talk about in the spoiler section, but I'm trying not to talk about them. But um, just going forward in the story from this moment, you kind of like wonder, where do we go from here with all of this stuff happening? Right. And like, there's no there's no real structure to to the school for our characters anymore. Like if the principal is getting sentenced to being executed, like what is really happening? Like. Yeah, if the principal's being executed, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck's going on in school. Um, yeah. So it's very, very interesting. Um, with that said, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, it's been an amazing recap of this entire Shibuya incident. Um, if you're interested in what we're going to be doing, I think next week, I believe it's next week. Um, let me look at my schedule right here. Um, we are going to be covering before we head into, of course, the world of, uh, actually, let me actually look at my damn schedule because I'm not sure what the hell we got going on here. Um, but with that said, where's my plans or my schedule? Where's the lookout list? I mean, again, Shibuya incident. Oh, I see it. What do do I have next on here? We got the Yu Yu Hakusho live action series. Oh, there we go. We're doing the Yu Yu Hakusho live action series recap. So make sure you guys are locked in for that because that will be quite a quite an experience, to be honest with you. Um, we're going to be talking about that and kind of like how I feel about it. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like here, not really here on it, but uh, Jamal likes it, so we'll talk about it. And um, yeah, then in February, we will begin the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood arc of this show. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, AD, for popping up on the short notice and being so fucking prepared. Look at that, man. Listen, of course, years of, of reading manga. <laughs> years of reading manga has just been led up to this point, for- man. Absolutely. Cyrus is currently on a phone call. I'm not sure if he's still on the phone call, but currently on a phone call. So I will say, make sure you guys tune into the War Report every Friday on the A-Show Network. You can hear him talk about wrestling. And once more Jujutsu Kaisen stuff shows up, Cyrus will also be called for this. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure that you guys tune in. Stay stay tuned to the feed because we're going to have the spoiler section. If you're a manga fan, this is where we talk about all the juicy manga stuff. So make sure you guys stay tuned to that. And yeah, stay ready, stay blessed, and um, don't beat us, don't meet us there, beat us there at the lookout. Peace. <laughs>